It's Saturday, December 11th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir said he expected dozens of fatalities after a tornado blew through the city of Mayfield in southwestern Kentucky. He told local television station WLKY that at least 50 people were likely to be killed in the area. This is going to be some of the worst tornado damage that we've seen for a long time, he said in a briefing. In Mayfield, several buildings collapsed due to the severe weather, said Sarah Burgess, a trooper with the Kentucky State Police. She said several people were trapped inside a damaged candle factory in Mayfield and that a work shift was underway when the storm hit. Elsewhere, three people died in severe weather conditions in Tennessee, One person was killed and several were injured in a tornado at an Arkansas nursing home and emergency crews in southern Illinois were responding to workers trapped inside an Amazon.com warehouse after its roof collapsed from storm damage. In other news, the Supreme Court on Friday gave abortion providers a narrow legal path to challenge Texas' ban on ending pregnancies after six weeks but the splintered ruling left the law in effect for now and made any rapid resumption of such abortions in the state unlikely. While most justices found common ground on allowing the providers to challenge the law in a limited way, they split sharply on whether a broad set of Texas officials could be sued, an important procedural question that could affect the future of the state's abortion restrictions. A slim conservative majority said they couldn't be, prompting spirited exchanges among the justices about whether the court was retreating from its role as the protector of constitutional rights. Eight justices agreed the head of the state medical board and other licensing authorities could be sued before the law was enforced to test its constitutionality, despite Texas efforts to insulate the law from federal court review by assigning enforcement power to private litigations who can win monetary awards for successful suits. The conservative majority said other state officials, including the attorney general and Texas court clerks, gatekeepers for the private litigation that enforces the ban, cannot be sued. Around the world, the U.S. government won an appeal in its bid to extradite Julian Assange, clearing an important hurdle in Washington's years-long battle to put the WikiLeaks founder on trial on spying charges. The decision by the U.K. High Court to overturn a lower court ruling isn't the end of the case. Lawyers representing Mr. Assange said they would seek permission to appeal the ruling at the UK Supreme Court, setting the stage for weeks or even months of further legal wrangling. In their ruling, Lord Chief Justice Ian Burnett and Lord Justice Tim Holroyd said diplomatic assurances given by the US that Mr. Assange wouldn't be held under the strictest maximum security conditions if extradited were sufficient to clear the path to extradition. The High Court said Mr. Assange should remain in prison while the process continues. A judge in January concluded that Mr. Assange would likely have attempted suicide if extradited and held in harsh conditions in a federal penitentiary and refused his extradition. The subsequent U.S. appeal made clear that the Justice Department under President Biden would continue to pursue Mr. Assange whose case has ignited debate over the scope of press freedom in the internet age and sparked concern that conventional media outlets and reporters could similarly be pursued for publishing government secrets. And 
The Omicron variant of COVID-19 has so far caused mostly mild cases of COVID-19 in a small group of largely vaccinated people in the U.S., federal data shows. Among at least 43 people infected with the variant in 25 states in recent days, there has been one hospitalization and no deaths so far, the CDC said Friday. Out of 43 cases identified between December 1st and December 8th, nearly 80% of the people infected with Omicron were fully vaccinated and one-third had received a booster shot. 14% of the people had a previous COVID-19 infection. Patients most commonly reported mild symptoms like cough, fatigue, congestion, or runny nose. Nearly 60% of cases were people from 18 to 39 years old. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.